Hello and welcome to Last Sense of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of Bell. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And, uh, well, I'm back. I've been gone a while. Not for how long. Yeah. Podcast terms. But, uh, yeah, I figured uh, it'd be a good time. I got myself to catch up on the current run mm-hmm. and stuff. And we'll be talking about the annual, the, and the Action Comics 2022 annual is the item of today. Uh, Does but, that have a number, Connor? Or is it just like... No, it's it, just 2022 annual. Yeah. Which, honestly, I kind of like. Makes it okay. easier. But they've because... been numbered before, though, haven't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, but first, uh, big thanks to our patron, Tasman. Yes. Thanks very much. Thank you, Tasman. Um, Thank you very much. And yeah, so I guess in Superman-related news, besides rumours that Henry Cavill's playing a bowl of pasta and an upcoming Superman cameo on the Eternals <laughs> 266, uh, we do have... Unfortunately, uh, Jordan. No, uh, what's what's the actor's name? That's well, his, uh, isn't that his name? Yeah, his Jordan L. Yeah. right? Uh, or something like that. But uh, the actor playing Jonathan is reading Superman and Lois, which is a bummer. Shame. It is a shame. I mean, you and I have enjoyed his performances, haven't we, Connor? Yeah, I think he's consistently. You know, like that awful drug storyline aside, I think consistently yeah. he's been really good. And like, I, I don't think he was bad in that. It was just the writing that was yeah. bad. Um, but he's got it playing like a really likable sort of, uh, yeah. you know, um, son and and brother and uh, and boyfriend. He, he got to flex his chops a bit with um, the yeah. Bizarro Jonathan thing. So I, I I think I read in the article that he he really enjoyed that, which is good. Okay, yeah. But um, yeah, he cited um, you know, for personal reasons um had to step away and fair yeah, enough which fair is enough. fine like a lot of a lot of actors just starting out like decide it's not for them or whatever yeah. like well, whatever he wants to do that's fine i'm sure there's plenty of podcasts speculating and gossiping out there there's mm. not our business he can do what he wants yeah, <laughs> um, yeah i mean uh, interestingly enough as well like, he's, he's actually saying uh, moving away from from acting so yeah, it's, it was, we're talking like a big a big move, not just like moving yeah. away from TV or, or Superman. He's yeah, he's really con- reconsidering his options for the future, and he's a young guy as well. So yeah, and I think he said it was mental health or something. But that's yeah. all normal stuff. That's Absolutely. fine. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. So you know, good luck to him. Obviously, yeah. it's just a shame because he had uh, good chemistry with Jordan. He did. He did, uh, and yeah, he will be. You know, he will be missed. I'm, I'm mm. assuming, uh, as it mentions, he'll be recast. Uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting yes, to yeah. see who who comes, if they get someone that really emulates him, or kind of get someone a little bit different. I don't know. It's tricky because you do have, you know, you do have these situations, right? Like you had Spartacus, and I believe the, the main actor died mm. in the first season, and the next two seasons was two different actors, and then you had like Jimmy Olsen and Lois and Clark was recast but none of them were quite as like it wasn't really like an integral ensemble piece like this one where his the way he plays off everyone else is important so it's going to be a hard hard job for the new guy Mm uh whoever they get and for everyone involved as well i think to sort of do it uh i think yeah honestly um i don't know this is like the most Asinine thing saying, well, if I was writing, um, <laughs> you know, we all know better, but uh, like, uh, I, I would consider killing him off, oh, okay? Um, yeah. and I'm sure that could create lots of juicy drama. Well, that, um, <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, that that is right for you know, getting really into some, yeah, some big stories. So, I mm. mean, whether interesting with it, but they did say they'll recast him, right? So, I don't, yes, know if, yeah, he's confirmed to be yeah. recast, so yeah. they, they obviously have stuff they want to do. And this um, is pretty much, this is really kind of, uh, how shall I say, uh, spontaneous. Not really spontaneous, but, like, he didn't report to set, so they were all set to film. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. they were all set to start filming season three, so he, he left it really late in that regards. Um, uh, again, look, that not I'm not saying that's a bad thing and you know, whatever, but uh, it's just interesting how they deal with it, the production company, because mm. it, it is something that they really have to kind of yeah um, solve on the fly. Well, that's um, yeah, I guess that's definitely why it's a recast because everything's been written. 
So. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. I mean, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, I can only imagine, well, maybe, I, I don't know, I'm not in the film industry, but, you know, there being a longish process for, you know, going through casting and selection and yeah, sting and then finding someone, you wouldn't want to rush it as well, because as you said, he's a uh, it's, integral part to the core. I think, I think the kids are like more important than the adults. Like, yeah. I would say, even Tyler Hoechlin, I would say, like, if you're recasting him, I would say he's more, uh, lack of a better term, disposable than the kids. You're right. Are. Yeah. Because I think they're really sort of what the show is about. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's interesting. Like, can you imagine if Jordan had been recast? Oh, Jordan. Crazy. Uh, oh, no. He's borderline the main character. Like, borderline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He uh, is. It's- yeah, true. I'd, I'd agree. He, I mean, the the main plot kind of overlaps and uh, into his arena every now and mm. again, and yeah, yeah, so he's yeah, he's very much part of it. But I guess, I guess we'll see. You know, yeah. so we'll, we'll see where it goes. Uh, I mean, that's the only like actual concrete news that I can think of actually yeah. happened in terms of like uh, non comic stuff anyway, because there's like heaps of comics always coming out, being announced, and like. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I don't care, like, because I don't, I don't keep track of like the big DC events, so I'm not going to report yep. it, like Superman in it or anything, because I don't read them. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I have been catching up. Uh, Ray's been up to date. I have not mm. uh, on on Philip Kennedy Johnson's Action Comics run, and 1046 came out this week. Yes. Uh, yep. I haven't. I haven't got that one yet, though. Have you, okay. you got it? Right, yeah. Right. I won't, I won't discuss it yep. then, but, uh, I mean, they've, you know, it's been consistently, you know, good. Like there hasn't mm-hmm. been any, like it hasn't felt out like, it hasn't felt like it's been dragging too long or it hasn't felt like there's been any no. things coming really, out of nowhere. It's been consistent. Consistent, really epic. You know, mm. it just, it's just been a, I think it's just been uh, taking a, a leap from, uh, what was it, Superman and the Authority when that yep. started and uh, springboarding into this whole, war world thing it's been yeah it's a massive and we do have the authority like they're back in the comic a bit more again because mm-hmm. at this point like a lot of them have you know been reunited and superman's free and stuff so mm-hmm. uh half of them are currently bad guys unfortunately or being used by the bad guys because uh, you, you would have been up to this part, Ray. This is 1045. Yep. So the white ray was kind of resurrected to be this uh yes the uh, villain thing like uh not sure what exactly and then but we have possessed or something or yeah apollo has got something wired up to him so that he's uh against them now and mm-hmm. like uh they point out that he is technically the most powerful person mm-hmm. there yeah. <laughs> um yeah. uh and omac changed sides earlier yes like we yeah, saw well, yeah they, well, they yeah. sort of stuck yeah. with that um so, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, 1046, again, there's, like, not really a spoiler. It deals with, like, the trial mm-hmm. yep. that is set up at the end of 1045, Superman's trial to get the uh, piece of the god. There's, like, seven. I thought this. I thought it was neat, the idea of this sort of first race of gods and how one's been sort of scattered, like, into seven parts. It reminded me a bit of the Horrocks from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, these seven sort of pieces of this guy's soul or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so I thought that was a bit of interesting uh, stuff to sort of add. Uh, so I'm curious to see where it goes. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been rather enjoyable. The, the art has been great. Yeah, um, so... and there's been different artists, but, like, whenever yep. there's, like, a replacement artist for the main guy, I think Ricardo is his name, like, it's still been good. Yeah, yeah, I haven't felt like oh this art sucks compared to... There hasn't been, yeah, there hasn't been a dip in, in the quality. Um yeah. It's actually, there's a really big reveal in 1046. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll talk about that next time. It's something that's been sort of cooking for a while, a mystery that we find out. Right. So, yeah. I mean, why only... It's... I don't know. I think I'm... And I think I'm the only person that feels like this. But to me, uh, ironically for me, sometimes Superman himself is the weakest part for me. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, it just, and again, like I, I really like Mr. Johnson and all his work and stuff. I'm just, I'm just being honest, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, like, I'm sure. Not, I'm not 
dissing or anything. I'm just, of course. For me, like sometimes when Superman is talking and stuff, it feels like he doesn't feel like a person. It feels like someone writing Superman kind of fan fiction. I guess does that make sense? Okay. Right. Um, doesn't seem genuine is that what you're saying doesn't sound genuine i don't want to see i don't want to say it's not genuine because it is right like you yeah. can tell you know he's really passionate about it and passionate about what superman's saying but i don't know he just doesn't doesn't superman the sometimes voice. seems like he's just sort of spouting cliches right yeah. and like he does that right like he uh, uh, but like uh, for instance and this is a bit of an unfair comparison but you know all star superman's considered the pinnacle of like the older, wiser Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of guy at the top of his game. And he says a lot of stuff that could be considered cliches, but they're not because of the way they deliver it. And he definitely felt like a person. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he, whereas this, I don't know, this Superman, sometimes he just feels a bit like a symbol and that's it. Like yeah. he's a symbol and he's not like a person. He and I'm not saying it's to be flawed or anything. Absolutely not. It's just yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe just not not enough like nuances and and like little yeah. things in the dialogue that make him sound more um, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like he wants he wants to get back to his family. Like that's about it. Uh, yeah. And like he and again this is not all the time. Like he's fine sometimes. There's there's a couple of moments where I'm sort of taken out of the story a bit. Okay. Because of how. He acts, but you know, I mean, I'm still really enjoying it. It's like a yeah, it's a pretty minor criticism in the larger scheme of things. Um, like I think, I think the rest of it's good enough that that's not so much of an issue. I just wish sometimes maybe I don't know we could have I don't know maybe like some inner monologues of Superman. I mean, yeah. I know there has been, but it's usually about yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, I'm the but... only one that really thinks this. And I did quite like, uh, I mean, I got some of that from the new issue as well, but I also okay. did, I also did have some moments with him that I really did like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. That's no. just two cents. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, well, got to, wait, got to read 1046. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. And I guess that brings us to the annual right so yeah it's, uh, which just... came out i believe uh, a while ago after ten mm-hmm. but... yeah because adam was telling us about it i remember oh was he okay yeah um so that came out after ten forty three, but it's not like you could you could theoretically read up to ten forty six and then read it now yeah it's right it's not it's not like oh no yeah it's, it's i think it's standard i mean even you can read it Anytime, right? It's all it's all both of it set in the past, like yeah. the, the parallel stories. So I think it's standalone, but you want to read it during this storyline. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, because uh, same writer, of course. It, it kind of all fits in. And it's like uh, it's the hero and the villain from this storyline yes. as well. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the the Action Comics twenty twenty two annual with really great cover. I like. Mm, the colors for me uh mm. the the highlight um so who was that fran yeah fran Caviz, something yeah yeah no the colors are great i mean anytime you kind of get that yellow orange red and kind of violet mm. or purple it just works really well so mongol for me stands out their superman's yeah. looking pretty good as well but what i like is how old school they like super, mm. especially how old school superman looks superman is yeah yeah um because this whole annual is about contrast between the two characters yeah very much um which you kind of want in your cover so superman's got a lot of blues yep. and mongol's got a lot of like you know sort of aggressive reds Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so the, the cover artist was Fran- Francesco Francavilla. I'm sure I, uh, I thought so. Yeah, Francesco. Um, yeah, I, I know his work. He's did some Moon Knight as well. I thought so, but his his signature sounds uh, looks it's just hard to read. So mm. yeah, and uh, the the writers Philip Kennedy Johnson and mm-hmm. Simon Spurrier. Uh, penciler is Dave, Dale Eaglesham and Ian Churchill. 
Inca is Dale Eaglesham, Eaglesham and Ian Churchill. Colorist is Lee Luffridge. Letterer, Dave Sharp. Editor is Gillian Grant, Paul Kaminsky. Sorry for any mispronunciations, as usual. Us Australians don't have a, you know, good grasp on languages and stuff. So. Well, you know. Or <laughs> the average Australian. So me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, also let's talk about... So this is this, is this Mongol's origin revealed. Yep. Uh, but... Maybe we should talk about, like, the main origin for War World, which was covered in a backup, mm-hmm. if you remember that, the sort of... Oh, yeah, um, uh, you mean older Mongol? Yeah, how, yeah. like, remember, yeah. like, the first War Zone yes. found, like, that yep. comedy, he killed the god with the rock, which I Yeah, that's was what crazy. I was I was thinking exactly when I was reading this, like, because you just, you yeah. know, just how it kind of fits, and this is obviously a bit earlier, right? So... Well, this, this is a later generation from that... Because uh, that that background where the rocket crashed and the war zone killed him with the rock, that was the first ever Mongol. Oh, yes, of course. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, this right. So like a fair yeah, way This is a lot. Yes, yes, yes. But I like how it explained, uh, I can't remember exactly what, but like his chest piece is from that guy's armor. Um, or it's that... The chest piece was something specific, uh, and I can't remember now, and it's annoying me. But uh, anyway... It was pretty cool because Mongols' mm. chest things always just kind of been there, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had any sort of, um, but I thought it was a cool backstory to give War World, uh, you know, on how it sort of turned from this kind of nice planet into this sort of. I don't know. I mean, that's just somebody complaining that it like retconned the pre-crisis stuff, oh, and okay. that, that was inevitable. But like, uh, pre-crisis is a long time ago as well. Like yeah. there's no rule that says that 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 those DC Comics presents comics have to be canon to this run. That's right. Didn't the whole heap of stuff get retconned after pre-crisis? Oh yeah. Well, that, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, that's right? part so... and parcel of it, isn't it? So, I mean, there's no yeah. surprise. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know exactly what the jewels. I think at the time I thought the jewel was like the fragment, a fragment right. of this god, but it's not. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it could be. Yeah. Um, see, that's the other thing with this run. Like, it's good, um, but boy, is it going to benefit from a collection? Mm, that'd be good. Yeah. Because there's a lot to remember. There is. And he's yeah. come out each month, so I feel like it's going to be a lot better reading this as a if story you... at your own pace. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just because, again, it's just attention to detail and, and mm. um, plucking, you know, obscure references so you need yeah. it is hard to kind of collect unless you're absolutely laser focused every month and you, you kind of get yourself ready for the anticipate like the next issue yeah the reread hour. it yeah um everything until the new issue comes out yeah uh, but again I, I think that's a good thing and that's a fun thing i oh, know it's a do. good thing it's yeah. just like yeah. it'd be great if instead this is published as like a big graphic novel but that just wouldn't be financially viable you know mm. well it eventually will be i'm sure <laughs> you know as a collection oh, oh yeah but i meant like instead of releasing it monthly it's just yeah. released in like a big drop oh um, yeah 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 but like i just comics well, struggle enough as it is exactly like, yeah exactly and like they have to market it so yeah but they'll do, uh, yeah, they do the comics they do the comics for the completionists and all that and their collectors and then they'll do it in the the collected mm. i mean so they'll always do the the double um but yeah, it's that's a sign of yeah of the the business. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just yeah. it's an unfortunate side effect because there's stuff that again it's just like you know it's hard to keep track of all the mm. you know things being woven throughout it. Um, yeah, yeah. But yes, so uh, the 2022 annual and a really nice opening page of. Like a really nice, really well drawn opening page of Superman, mm-hmm. with like the sort of memories. Yep. Yeah, the art's great. I mean, mm. the the yeah the memories, as you as you say, pretty much take up uh, that style is pretty much taken up for most of yeah. Uh, well, most of Clark Kent's um, history, because the mm. art changes though, doesn't it? Well, um, there was there was two artists. So yes, that would make sense. So I'm assuming this is the first gentleman. Dale Eaglesham, oh, I could be guessing 50-50, really. Ian Churchill yeah. is the other one. But, yeah, yeah. I really like the the art for 
for Clark's um, memories. Actually. Yeah. Very good. So I was a bit, I was a bit ho hum initially on this issue because, yep. um, and I know, I know Clark cheating at sports is new when he loses his temper, mm-hmm. but um, the whole thing of him not using his powers in sports is something we've seen a lot. Yes, and yeah. I am getting to the point where I'm like, mm, unless it's really good or a bit different, I'm getting a bit sick of seeing a lot of the same stuff. Over and over in comics. <laughs> I'd agree. Uh, I'd agree. The, the the good thing about this annual like it though, changes. Uh, just well, I was well, wary going into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, that was what I. The moment we kind of saw is like, okay, this is this kind of thing. This theme yeah. has returned again for Superman. But the fact that Johnson's doing this side by side, I think, with uh, Mongols yeah. origin. At least that gives it a a fresh take, um, yeah. In the sense, because you are comparing it now directly with like a real polar opposite. Um, mm. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. As as like if it was on its own. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. If it's on its own, it's like oh, here we go again. You know. Uh, and I think the other thing that separated it a little bit is uh, the fact that Ma has cancer, which I thought was oh, yes. that's a nice spin on it. Like when she gets hit in the head with the ball and then her wig comes off, I was like, oh, I didn't expect that yeah so what i didn't i mean has that ever happened to her before or is this not that i recall okay so i think this is new yeah okay could be wrong because i don't have like 80 plus years of yeah. superman encyclopedia in my head but <laughs> i mean i was thrown by it as well like it's yeah because for the for the most part you just you just assume it's baseline superman right baseline clark hmm but there are there's that difference that variation now in his well yeah that's what i liked i'm like oh thank god there's like yeah a different thing about this you know a different thing to explore other than just yeah you know don't use your powers for petty crap yeah Um, yeah see my mind goes somewhere else it goes kind of like well okay this is so i immediately start asking okay so is this a superman of an alternate reality what's what's happening like you know this no, is not... no, I believe this is just normal. Yeah, yeah. So they've, so this has been in. Well, I mean, apart from anything that you you may not be aware of, they've just Johnson's just introduced this as yeah, part I of think, Mark Ents. I think, and I think this is somewhat a good thing. Uh, Superman continuity right now is just like whatever. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like yeah. everything and yeah. Like everything and nothing and whatever the writer wants, and I think that's basically the best way to approach it at the moment because, yep. you know, like we all know the basics of his story. Just work off that and do your thing, um, because there's just they haven't decided on like a specific origin to go with or okay. anything. So there's no yeah. like concrete thing to draw off, and we know the that Jeff Johns brought the Kents back to life. Okay, so that that's a thing now. Like, like that's the only concrete thing I think. It's just yeah. So uh, the good part of that is like you can tell new stories with new elements like this, and yeah. you're not so beholden to that strict okay. continuity. Um, on the plus side, it well, it confused you. On the downside, it confused yeah. you. I should say, yeah, um, yeah, because it's pretty no. significant. Like her having cancer, it's not like. You know, no, it's not really a throwaway. Yeah, thing. It's something that's really integral to her life. So, yeah, it's not like she bought a new car. <laughs> it's like, okay, oh, Mark Kent's got a, yeah, you know, she's got a Tirana now. That's great. Yeah, they're noticeably uh, aged down as yeah. well. The Kent's so they can feasibly be alive. Yeah, now because they just have to be. <laughs> you have to break the universe to bring them back to life. Um, <laughs> but whatever. So yeah, I thought that I thought that the the whole cancer thing made that side of the story interesting for me. Otherwise, yep. you know. Okay. But uh, the Mongol stuff was all new information, which yeah. was nice about well, this specific. Also, if I can say as well, Caleb Withers, the bully. Um, mm. I know what I know the effect that Philip K. Johnson was aiming for, but for him to eventually have cancer and go through chemo as well, I, I felt that was a little bit too. 
Uh, he didn't get cancer. Oh, I didn't? No. Are you referring to the part where he, sh- where he has the bald head? Yeah. No, he was just doing that to be nice. Oh. That was like his apology to her. For oh, okay. Fun of her being bald as he shaved his own head. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's because I thought that was actually like probably the nicest moment of the comic is when he does that. Oh, okay, I thought that uh, was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he. I thought it was like, oh wow, that's pretty kind of coincidental no, he that says, he picks it up as well. He looks at her. He says it's just a little thing, but it felt important. Uh, so I think he's just yeah. making up to her. Uh, and I yeah, think right. it really works for me because like a. Uh, like that's something that would mean a lot to Martha specifically. Yeah. So I thought yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Well, that was lost on me. I, yeah. I just assumed. Yeah. God, what a that would be like days of our lives. That um, would. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was about to say because like she's covering her mouth. She's shocked, and I can see now, well, from what you're saying, that you yeah, know, she's she's kind of um, overwhelmed with emotion of this gesture. Mm. But it, you know, uh, <laughs> um, and I thought he was being kind of almost you know, flippant or, you know, self, <laughs> was, self was, it's just a little a thing the whole time. <laughs> well, yeah, just a little thing. Uh, I've got cancer too. You know, no, I've been, yeah. I've been calling you out. It's like, Oh, geez. Um, that's, uh, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I'm not, I'm not qu- I mean, I could kind of see how you got there, but I'm surprised at the same time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's a very strange thing to do would be. It is a very strange thing to to admit. It, well, I mean, like, just yeah. so coincidental that, you know. And then Par takes his beanie off. I have cancer too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then Lex comes in and says, oh, no, I'm just bald. <laughs> just, uh, I'm bald and I hate you for it. <laughs> uh, where is Lex? I could use some Lex in this run. <laughs> but sorry, you were you were talking about uh, the it flips to the Mongol yes. um, side, and and we see a very stark contrast to it. It's it almost basically the opposite. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and and intentionally so, but it, it goes against the grain of every kind of intuition you have, um, and uh, that's uh, purely, uh, you know, intentional. Uh, so yeah, when the mum's kind of going. No, any liked, sign of a compassion is weak, and yeah, yeah. I liked the mother character. Yeah, she was interesting because she does, like, she does eventually sacrifice herself for Mongol, which I thought was interesting. Which like goes for, against uh, what she's been saying. Yeah, for, for vengeance. <laughs> she's kind of like, you know, uh, I did that for you, so you know, just oh, yeah, kill, so you kill, kill the everyone. bastard for me. Yeah, no, <laughs> kill him for true. both of us. Yeah, yeah. So she's got, she's full of hate. Um, yeah, you, you know, it, it is a strange way to kind of roundabout way. It's no, heroic. I, I read it wrong then, because that, yeah, no, you're right. She's, she's like, yeah, kill them. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's still, yeah, no, no. She's, there's no redeeming in, yeah. in human terms qualities for her. She's still very much a, um, of of her kind. I love the leeches. Where she puts her arm in, um, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> She's just kind of um, fishing them out of like this great, and then um, and the idea was to, I mean, not to, for them to eat, it was to keep the the predators at bay. Yeah, yeah, leave enough carcasses and dead flesh around that they'll eat that and not, um, yeah. So it, it kind of reminded me of. Um... Have you ever have you read much Judge Dredd? No, no. Uh, well, for for Dreadheads out there, it's got real like sort of cursed Earth vibes. Ah, like, just predators everywhere and stuff. That, like you're leaving these things. Um, yeah, w- without the goofy parody like the McDonald's and stuff running around. But oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I like they, they got exiled, which was neat. Yeah. Um, and then it just proceeds to get beaten by his mum like constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I should, you know, I shouldn't laugh, but you know, they're aliens and this is all <laughs> thing anyway. Uh, oh, he, yeah, he, he tries to give her like, he, again, any sign of compassion is shot down. Like he, yeah. he actually goes out and, and hunts like one of the scavengers. He goes, here you go. You need your strength. She goes, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> she bashes him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he tries to give her the food. Yeah. Uh, the wolf or whatever it is. Um, yeah. So that is pretty much if you, if you haven't got the message, uh, from reading the first uh, <laughs> panels of of you know Mongol um, with his mum, then you know you might as well just stop now. But uh, that that was really good. Like it's, a, it's yeah. very very different from um, from what Martha's saying to Clark. 
basically take the hit, you know, and um, be the bigger person by not bullying. Yeah, um, that was that was a really specific thing is sort yeah. of losing to, yeah, uh, like, well, the victory being, you know, yeah. taking the hit, whereas, like, you know, again, the opposite. Do not turn the other cheek, Mongol. Uh, exactly, do not. Turn yeah, their actually, cheek inside out. Um. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Some could say on the nose, but this works, I think, with, with Mongol. like Because they're right. I mean, the whole thing that's been built up in, in War World and, you know, the War Zone and all that, it's mm. just such a... Just such a... I don't want to say backwards, but it it is just such a upside-down way of... Yes culture bizarre if you will um i mean yeah we've talked about that before how their culture like the the interesting thing about this whole struggle is superman goes to free them but like they don't want to be freed Mm. that whole thing and how they i mean like uh ironically i think midnight have talked a lot of them into not being (laughs) subservient um yeah but uh yeah also just going through i noticed uh there's a bit of foreshadowing for that that reveal of the kid shaving his hair yeah, uh, Clark actually tries to shave oh, his to hair. Cut his hair. Yeah, to do the yeah. same gesture, but he can't do it because it's like yeah, yeah, it's, you it's know, right. Yeah, it does look clever a little. Um, yeah, true. I, I, I did not pick that up at first. Um, when I read it through, yeah, for sure. It says I know it, it's not much, but um, a gesture, of course. Um, mm. I took away like he was saying, my hair is getting too long, so I just thought he was just trying to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely right. It's, uh, but there's a little bit of comedy as well. Uh, he uses yes. the clippers, doesn't work, gets a chainsaw, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I love his swinging poop. Just, you know, just shouts it out of the barn, poop! <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah, so still, still, the stories both sort of work together. Uh, I think on their on their own, they wouldn't be like. I mean, they wouldn't be bad on their own, but I think mm. you need the contrast to sort of make them yeah stand out. Um, and you know, I, I like how the the bully becomes a sort of uh, youth worker. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. always nice. Um, you know, Superman still keeps tabs on him, and I like Mongol coming back. <laughs> Being like you know, let me pass, or I'll kill you like I killed this guy. Uh, yeah, he um, I love it how he he got the like one of the the mm, horns or something. Of yeah, the they mentioned moment. like the 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 tusk or whatever that. Yeah, the, uh, I think one of the Mongols got like he just went out and killed it with his bare hands, basically. Yeah, and yeah, yeah I think I think this issue does work like not work better, but like it, it does add a bit of extra context once you've read the origin. Of mm. Mongol and World World. So yeah. You know how, like, again, like, this is a society of, like, warriors, really. Yeah. Like, they're not... The, the culture is not actually that alien to, like, some historical periods of us, you know, where, like, the mm. strong... Like, uh, it's taken to the absolute extreme here. Like, there's no yeah. compassion whatsoever. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It's, it's an interesting exercise, I think, from Johnson, because... Um, I don't know. I guess I wonder kind of what do you take away from this? Do you do you find you have more sympathy for, for Mongol after reading this? Or for me, it, it's pretty much it, – it's really an interesting and curious look into his origin. Um, but I guess it's the – it's his upbringing, um, the way that he's been conditioned, the way that his mum has been telling mm. him to do stuff. It's uh, It just shows me – even more so why he is how he is. I, I don't feel any more sympathy towards him in any way. I mean, he's yeah, still... Yeah, I don't, I don't have any sympathy. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I mean, I guess it, it's 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 such a weird line. I, I'm assuming... I, I, I don't hate doesn't... him either, though. Like, I just, I just get it. Like, I just get why. Yeah, yeah, you, you understand, like, where he's coming from now. Yeah, yeah but... like, that's just, that's just like, his society. That's how he was brought up. Like, this is mm. what he is, what he does. Um, yeah. But it's interesting you know. in telling this story, you know, Johnson, what Johnson's doing. He's doing it obviously contrasting with Clark Kent, um, but is there a – is a mo- part of the motive for this story to to try and get you well, – we do, I guess. We do understand Mongol more, but you're not – I don't think mm. Johnson's trying to get us to come around and 
kind of go, okay, mm, Mongol's actually yeah, not I that don't. bad. I think he's he's always bad. You know, I don't think we're getting any redemption set up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they did they did have Mongol be a bit like compassionate at the start. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Like, part, yeah. of, part of me is like, would it have been better if he just wasn't compassionate at all at the start to really highlight the differences? Or mm. was part of like the way being compassionate was rewarded to highlight the difference between him and Clark, like because they're both compassionate, but they both go very different directions. Mm. Um, well, yeah, that's what I wonder. I mean, whether he was just portrayed as compassionate to kind of tell this kind of story in parallel with Clark, where he yeah. didn't really need to be. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, anyway, it comes up with a, uh, I think, a pretty solid story. Yeah, nothing, nothing too, you know. Um, Grand. Yeah, it's not earth shattering or anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. The art again was really good, and it was just a solidly well, uh, so solidly told. I think, you know, it didn't drag at all. It was um, the pacing was quite good. Mm. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to do this kind of thing, this story again, but like instead of flashbacks to their childhood, just something in like while they're adults, like two different sort of adventures they have, which could have some. Mm. In parallels that might maybe do like a sequel like that or something probably not but uh yeah i'd probably be more interested in that than seeing their childhoods uh, yeah together, you know well we might get it connor you never know maybe, maybe we will yeah yeah um just um one other thing as well just looking at some of the latter pages and the young mongol as he grows older that brow gets a little bit more pronounced <laughs> those teeth get a little bit bigger <laughs> yeah know, his face is changing yeah. it, it is you're right yeah he's sort of it's like their their bones sort of start yeah <laughs> unless it's like all muscle or something <laughs> <laughs> muscle in that brow yeah yeah uh, no, no, it's good. Again, I mean, no slight on the art. It just, I don't oh, know. Oh, just, oh, yeah, we're not making fun of the art. Yeah, because we get it just the we get that little hint and the resemblance of the Mongol that we know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's cool. The old, the old stone head, like uh, yeah. dark side and <laughs> yes. Thanos. The That's I guess right. Thanos is a bit more of a scrotum head than a stone head. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> chin. Yeah. 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 Uh, of course, uh, I saw a comment saying that Mongol was a Thanos ripoff, um, oh. which is like you know, not really true. Like no. I think I think the, I think the where the ripoff begins and ends is like the color scheme, <laughs> and I think <laughs> like pur purple is like a common villain color back then. So yeah. you know they're both they're both big aliens that punch things. I think. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's really worth discussing. I don't no, think no. they're. I don't really no. think they're that close. Like a big yellow it's... alien that punches stuff is. Um... Yeah, I, I, you know, I think obviously Mongol is closer to Thanos than say Toy Man is closer to, to Thanos. So you know, yes. you can you can pick similar looking villains and. I mean, I like. don't think. Uh, although I think he technically is to a certain extent. I don't think Thanos of Thanos as like a dark side ripoff. So. Right, yeah. I'm not going to think of Mongol as a, you know, because they're, they're different characters, different motivations. Some aliens are just yeah. big stone heads, you know? That like... Yeah, they're, they're thick and <laughs> solid and, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I was just pointing out, of course, there was that comment. Yeah, uh, of course. Because there always is, like when they said, this is a Planet Hulk ripoff. Um, oh, right. Which I was, anyway. Really? Okay. Because <laughs> of the Gladiator thing. Yeah. Um, oh. Because it's I mean, a the, gladiator, uh, you know, interplanet kind the of thing. The problem with that being that Superman was a gladiator on War World in the 80s. So, ah, uh, right, yeah. You know, but again, it's, it's, just, it's just and it's to totally fast value. Like, if, if you'd read if you'd read Planet Hulk, um, the, yeah, the story is completely saying, different. It's completely different. So anyway, like, uh, and the completely different purpose to the story. Yeah, like yeah. So it's it's really yeah. surface level. Anyway, yeah. Um, Thor Ragnarok is a Planet Hulk ripoff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gladiator is a is a Planet Hulk ripoff. Well, we'll just we'll just say all of it's a John Carter ripoff. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, so yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I I like you know I, I sat down with this issue. I yep. opened it up, read it, and I enjoyed it. And what more can you ask for, right? Yeah, it's, no, a, it's a nice, easy sort of read because it's. A, I say that because it's like it's standalone compared yep. to the other issues which i'm like okay yeah uh, 
do I have to remember anything that happened in like two mm. issues ago, which is two months yeah. ago? Um, I I'd, I'd love annuals because they're so self-contained. You you know, yeah. give me more annuals because it's an ability for the writers to actually, you know, one to to tell a um, a different story and maybe kind of shoot for for something um yeah. but this one was just yeah just really well told well rounded we don't get enough one shot issues now everything oh, is so yeah. serialized um, absolutely yeah so annuals are great and and so adam yeah you were you were right i remember adam telling us about the action annual this is oh, you guys go read it if you like mongol um mm. but it certainly did tell us a lot about him so yeah i mean yeah all all mongol content has been good uh, oh, i mean god absolutely. it's better than the joke mongol we got getting beaten up by the fresh green lantern oh on the beach or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh lord uh, i guess technically that was this mongol's dad or granddad so how embarrassing oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so good riddance you know yeah good riddance exactly oh, failure um, <laughs> um, uh, one last thing i thought the sequence where the car's going through the field oh that was cool yeah oh, with the dad gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that yeah. was visually pretty neat. That was really good. Yeah, I mean that had to be shown as well because you got the introduction of the dad and things obviously weren't too crash hot at home for Caleb. Um, but yeah, I, I I love that last sequence. Yeah, going through the the crops or whatever, um, yeah. just kind of meandering through. But Clark uh, saving him at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you ready to give ratings? Yeah. Sure. Sure. We kind of feel bad for rating because, uh, you know, I like this whole sort of run. But uh, I guess I'll give it seven Mongols out of ten. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. I liked it, um, but I wish it did more, if that yep. makes sense. Because uh, I think this this whole idea of contrasting these two heroes for f- – not two heroes, that was not the right uh, – yeah. these two opposites. <laughs> 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 that kind of slipped out, didn't it? Kind of no, <laughs> the Freudian <laughs> slip. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Uh, these two polar opposites and contrasting them for 40 pages. I like that. That's such a cool concept to me. And mm. this just didn't quite live up to that for okay. me, but I did still enjoy it. So, yeah. 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 Look, I, I thought exactly the same seven, uh, seven Mongol heads out of 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, fair point well, with what you say, Connor, as well. But again, I think uh, one of the limitations of an annual and compared to, uh, you know, in contrast to it being a nice one shot and a, a one and done, is that yeah, there is only so much space. Uh, mm. So you can't lay a, a huge canvas out. You've got like forty eight or whatever, forty five pages to do so. And I, I guess you could write a, a really, I mean, you could write a really tight, epic story in forty five. But uh, for me, this was this gave me kind of exactly what I was expecting. Right. Just a just a really kind of solid story. Uh, it, it didn't shake the universe in any way, um, you know, or continuity. It, it just, you know, just told us. There's no more shaking of continuity. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, well, no, it, was, it was great. The art was fantastic. Yeah. I like the art. Uh, there's, I'm looking at this right now, the sequence of when Clark is kind of submitting to the slow motion fist coming his way. I, I thought mm. that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, when Caleb punches him. Yeah. So seven out of 10, it, it it wasn't groundbreaking in any way, but I think that is obviously partly due to the the story chosen that the writer wants to tell. Yeah, uh, but also the limitations of the annual just being the one one thing. Unless you do a cross annual crossover or something, yeah. you won't get much more. Yeah. yeah, I wonder. I'm curious if like uh, the Mongols sort of will be elaborated on like his years after this or like his rise yeah. to power. Uh, I think it'd be cool to get a kind of follow, like another story in this vein. I'm not sure we will, but uh, damn, what a what a great cover! I really like this cover. The cover, yeah, <laughs> Frank so is is yeah. fantastic. Um, he's really good. So yeah, also, we didn't point out that Mongol's kind of like it's a sort of it looks like it's like a Superman cover that Mongol is slashing through. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, um yeah, yeah. Well, Did we get much... feedback? Oh, I, I don't think so. Uh, let me, let let me, me have a quick search. check. I'll check uh, on. Do, do, do. Let's see here. 
Um, oh, yeah. Do we get some? I think yes. we may have got one. Oh, no, a couple. Yeah, a couple on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So from Adam. Thanks, yep. Adam. Uh, so he said, I think it started the line well and that it showed a tragic upbringing for Mongol MDCCXC2. I think that's the the number of Mongols this is, or how far it is down the lineage. I don't know. Uh, without making him sympathetic or less threatening in the modern day. Martha being sick is an appropriate challenge for the Kents during Clark's upbringing. Half an annual isn't really enough space to give the matter justice. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I do think Martha being sick is interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, the, again, I was like, the cheating at sports thing, I wasn't into it, but when they tied that into her being sick, I thought it was more interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, and again, like, the other thing is like, oh, look, it's the bully who has a bad home life. And I'm not saying that's, like, uh, not something that you should write about. I'm just saying it's a very well-worn trope at this point. Um, but then you have the twist with the kid at the end and how he changes. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, and a thing I try to remember these days as well is, like, who knows how many people who are new to the character that's reading this stuff, right? So... Yeah. We may have seen this before, but maybe there's people that, that's right. that haven't seen it yeah, before. Yeah, so very true. You know, I, I try to keep that in mind too. Yeah. Um, and this does like a good job of, if I was a new reader, uh, it would give me a great idea of sort of what this these characters are about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it sort of tells that old, that old sort of Sibet type story in just a bit of a new way, which is nice. So yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks, Adam, for your Thank you, feedback. Adam. Uh, it, was, it was good to hear from you. And I don't know what we're doing next. Something. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a few Sounds things. Sounds about right. You know, there's always a few things we've been sitting on. So, yeah. you know, we'll probably talk about that off air. Yes. Uh, Got something sorted for you, fair listeners. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was good to catch up on this. Um, yeah. Oh, PSA, and this is for you, Ray. So, uh, this War World arc is not going to be concluded in Action Comics. Oh. So, at the end of Action Comics 1046, let me, let me just get it up. Because um, uh, I, I don't have my physical copy yet, because they're always a week late. So, I had to, to get this uh. on Comicsology. Um, but so, uh, yeah, continued in Superman War World Apocalypse One. Uh, so that's a one shot okay. that'll conclude uh, this War World. Yeah, to be concluded in Superman War World Apocalypse. So okay. that's going to be like an extra size issue that'll conclude uh, this part of his run anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, God. Uh, I guess we're kind of there. Like, I mean, his run's going to keep going after this War World story, but uh, I think we'll definitely be covering War World Apocalypse uh, unless you have any objections. No. Um, you know, it'll be, it'll be cool to see how this sort of wraps up. Yeah. Uh, and next month, I believe, is the crossover between Son of Superman and Action Comics. Oh, you're looking forward to that, Connor. <laughs> which is Kal-El Returns Part 1. Uh, which uh, is a bit unfortunate for because I'm not reading the other comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, as listeners know, I'm not I'm not really a big Tom Taylor fan, and no? for new listeners, <laughs> uh, it's not because of his John stuff. It goes a lot further back than that. So yeah, <laughs> I just don't like his writing. Uh, so it's a bit of a bummer that we're gonna have to do a cro- deal with a crossover, but. Um, Anyway, you know, so, I mean, I might just end up skipping it. I'm not sure because I don't really want to have to pay money for a comic I'm not going to particularly like. Yeah, fair enough. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens with that. But I am really excited for Warlord Apocalypse, and it has an awesome cover. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, another thing to note is the backups have started being related to the main story. Yeah, yeah which is, which well. thank God, you know. Yeah. That's great. 
so the, the, the current backup is following the Superman family, uh, you know, trying to get this Genesis fragment. Yeah. And uh, that will also be concluded uh, or continued in World Apocalypse. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen the cover for War World Apocalypse. It's a, it's a reference to something. I can't remember what it's a reference to, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you'll... Or send in Skype. Anyway, oh yeah, listeners, uh, and you know, if you have anything to say, reach out to us. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm currently not on the LSK Twitter account, so I won't see any messages. But Ray will, and also I, I like check on there to see mm-hmm. if anyone's posted anything. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, until next time, you know, uh, I don't know, just, just choose if you want to be like Mongol or if you want to be like Superman, I guess. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Hunt hunt leeches and kill wolves. Yeah. Only the strongest survive. <laughs> all right, peace. Catch up. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.